Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillah. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulillah ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ve men ihtada bihilah. Inşallah Ta'ala we have something to review very quickly. And we still see uh, actually many brothers are still confused about it a little bit. Um, and this topic is, I think I have covered this topic before a couple of times. Uh, but insha'Allah Ta'ala will just give uh, more details and more information insha'Allah Azza wa Jal. The topic is again times in which the prayers are prohibited. Times in which the prayers are prohibited. This is one part and also a lot of people ask about the question that uh, many people come during the Jum'ah khutbah and the Imam is delivering the khutbah and they stand and pray to rak'ah. Is that permissible? Is it okay? Is it not okay? Or is it better to sit and listen to the khutbah? So insha'Allah ta'ala, we did talk about this before, but again, we will insha'Allah touch upon it one more time. We said before that times or the times in which the prayers are prohibited, how many times a day? What are the times in which the prayers are prohibited? Okay, okay, number one, start from the morning. Yes, after Fajr, until sunrise. This is number one. After Fajr, un until sunrise, and from that, from that time, when the sun rises, until the sun has completely risen to the length of a spear above the horizon, meaning, that the ulama said it's between, يعني, they said between, I would say, 15 to 17 minutes, if you want the right time. So not simply as soon as the sun rises, you pray, but you wait for about 15 to 17 minutes more, insha'Allah ta'ala. So this is after Fajr. And then the second time is? Huh? Zawal time, right? This is before Dhuhr, when the sun is at its meridian until it moves a little bit to the west. Zawal time actually when the, when, the, when the shadow of a spear becomes less than its length, then this is the Zawal time. And if you have something like a stick in your hand or something, and then the length of that um, thing is less um, uh, than its size, than its length, Right, then it's a shadow, then insha'Allah ta'ala, this is the zawal time, and this is 9 to 11 minutes before Dhuhr prayer. 9 to 11 minutes before salat, the actual time. The actual time. So let's say, for example, if Dhuhr is 12.10 uh, or 12.11, the adhan time, then from 12 to 12.10 or 11, this is the well time. This, this is the well time. And the Prophet said the prayer is prohibited and forbidden in that time. The third is from where to where? Asr, from after Asr until sun sets, until Maghrib, Maghrib time. These are, and of course, the fourth time, if you want to add, then when the iqamah is being made. When the iqamah is being made. You know, sometimes what happens that you call the iqamah and sometimes, especially it happens a lot during the Fajr time. I have noticed this couple of times and people leave the jama'ah and they pray the sunnah of the Fajr on the side. 
Even though the Imam is leading Salat al-Fajr, because of the virtue, because of the, the importance of the two rak'ahs of Fajr, the Sunnah, people leave the Jama'ah prayer, they pray two quick rak'ah, and then they join the Fard. This is completely, completely forbidden. You cannot do that. The Prophet ﷺ was so clear about it, to the point that even he stopped Abdullah ibn Abbas. Bilal made the iqamah, Abdullah ibn Abbas started praying, and the Prophet like pulled him like this. Yani to cut your prayer and join the further prayer, and that sunnah of Fajr prayer, there are some exceptions, insha'Allah ta'ala, we can talk about. Okay, you have to be clear that there is no makruh time for uh, for the prayer. If you missed any for the prayer, if you missed any for the prayer, there is no makruh time for it. For the prayer can be done at any time. Especially, for example, let's say you missed a Fajr, and then 10 minutes before you woke up, 20, 15 minutes before the sunrise. And you say, no, this is makruh time, let me wait and then I can, I can pray the fard after that. Or you missed the asr and you came 15 minutes before maghrib. And you say, well, let me wait until he calls the adhan and then I can pray my asr. No, you can't do that. There is no makruh time for fard prayer. This is very important. There is no makruh time for fard prayer. Any fard prayer you missed, you can pray it whenever you you get a chance, insha'Allah ta'ala. For the prayer is for what? For voluntary prayers, for sunan prayer, for nawafil, some of the ulama said for janazah prayer, yet, but not for fard prayer, okay? Not for fard prayer. Almost you can say the vast majority of the scholars, the vast majority of them, including al-Ahnaf, Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, Imam Ahmad, rahimahullah, Imam Malik, most of them are of the opinion that it is makruh, it is makruh to perform any, any sunnah or any nafli prayer during that time. Even including tahiyyatul masjid. Even including tahiyyatul masjid. And I, I definitely support this opinion and I go with it big time. That's what I say, the vast majority of the scholars, not only the scholars, but even many of, many of the sahaba. This is the opinion of Ibn Mas'ud. The opinion of Abu Hurairah, Ibn Umar, Umar, Ali ibn Abi Talib. This is the opinion of many of the tabi'een that during the makruh time, you do not pray any sunan, nor nawafil, including tahiyyatul masjid or anything. You come from Asr to Maghrib, you come, sit. You come 10 minutes before though, sit. You come after Fajr and you already prayed your Fajr, do not pray any sunan, nor nawafil after that. This is the vast majority of the scholars, even to the point that even janazah prayer, unless there is a case of emergency and something like that, but even they said janazah prayer is not to be performed during the makruh time. Okay, that's one, the vast majority. Al-Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah, almost on the same page with them, but he said, uh, what they call, yajuzu lil-insan an yusalliya, Salat malahu sabab, meaning the prayers that have a specific purpose, a specific reason, then you can pray them during the makruh time. Like, for example, according to Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, tahiyyatul masjid. The, the two rak'ahs of tahiyyatul masjid, 
they said you can perform them, you can pray them even during the makruh time. The second thing he said, for example, it's a sunnah to perform two rak'ahs after wudu, right? Whenever you make wudu, you follow that wudu with two rak'ah. As Shafi'i said, you can perform these two rak'ahs. And if you perform wudu between Asr and Maghrib, then you can pray these two rak'ahs of wudu even during the makruh time. Only Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah ta'ala, is the one that you said, you just pray certain nawafil that has a specific reason. And for example, you missed a sunnah. Sunnah that you are used to it. Like for example, sunnah al-dhuhr. You missed the, the, let's say, the two rak'ahs before dhuhr, or the four rak'ahs after dhuhr, or four, and you missed them and you, you're used to it. And he said, it is permissible to pray them after asr, to make them up. And this is definitely, it happened, at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he was praying one day after Asr and one of his wives said, Ya Rasulullah, I haven't seen you praying before that, especially during that time. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told them that I missed the Sunnah prayer for Dhuhr. He was making it up. This is once in a while, especially if you are used to, to that Sunnah. But in general, insha'Allah Ta'ala, you do not perform any nawafil nor Sunan during that time, insha'Allah. Even the ulama was so strict to the point that they said, even if you are reciting Quran, and then you read an ayah that has sajda, right? Sujood. You don't make sujood at that time. You don't make that sujood at that time. You don't make it. You just keep reciting, and do not make that sujood tilawah in any of these three times, right? And what is the reason behind that? It's also, as we all know, we have to be connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time. But there are so many other acts of worship you can perform. You can recite Quran, you can do dhikr, you can do this and that. But the Prophet ﷺ gave the reason behind that. Because when the sun rises in the morning, it's, it rises what, between two horns of shaitan. And that time, the Prophet said, the unbelievers prostrate. They make sujood. The worshippers of the sun make sujood for it. And the Prophet said, do not do any sujood. So just to distinguish the believers from the unbelievers. Same thing also the sun sets between two horns of a devil. And that's why the Prophet said, do not make any salah at that time. And then the Zawal time, the Prophet said, this is when the, the whole fire is fed, is fed with fuel. It gets hotter and hotter during that time. And he sallallahu alayhi wasallam said also to avoid performing any salah at that time with the exception of for the prayer. Some of the ulama said, yes, sunnatul fajr is very important. Some of them said, if you missed sunnatul fajr before, you can do it after. Even during the makruh time. But again, I am of the opinion that with the vast majority, you wait until the sun rises and you can make up that sunnah. However, if you do it right after Salat al-Fajr, it's still acceptable according to some scholars. But if you want to go with the vast majority of the scholars, then just wait until inshallah the sun rises and you can perform that salah. This is just with regard to these times. And then inshallah ta'ala for the sake of your time, we will talk about especially the praying during the Jum'ah khutbah in general. And we will talk about this in details, inshallah ta'ala, maybe bi next week. Do you have any question regarding what I have mentioned today? What is that?